When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Jeff Rieger. Another episode of The Daily Ticket. This one for the 4th of 2024. It's January 4th. It's a Thursday. And guess what? We're still talking about that two-point conversion. It is amazing. We just got to get right to it because there's so much Lions news. And it all centers around the Lions getting boned in Dallas. That game happened on Saturday. But yet every day, it's like the Michigan sign-stealing thing. There's a new story. There's a new quote. There's a new allegation. And the latest is the NFL is blaming the Detroit Lions. They're not blaming their own guy, Brad Allen. No, 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 no. They are blaming the Lions. And yesterday I said Sheila Ford or somebody from the Lions should step to the podium and say, we're not going to take it anymore. That hasn't happened. I don't think it's going to happen, but damn it, it should happen because this is bullshit. It really is. The NFL threw out a memo to every coach and every general manager in the league. And it was a minute 30 video regarding the situation that unfolded Saturday night in Dallas. Here's how it reads. As a reminder to clubs and players, an offensive player numbered 50 through 79 or 90 through 99 is permitted to line up as an eligible pass receiver. The video showed Dan Skipper reporting earlier in the game. He only reported once, by the way, in the game. Once before that final two-point conversion. Then, of course, it showed how not to do things when it showed the Lions sending three guys out to Brad Allen, Panay Sewell, Taylor Decker, and, of course, Dan Skipper. And it was Taylor Decker. He was the one who reported eligible, correct? I'm so sick and tired of this. Brad Allen fucked it up. I think we know this. It was a genius play by the Lions. It was a great play by Dan Campbell, Ben Johnson to confuse the Dallas Cowboys, which is not against the rules. But here's what really pissed me off. Here's what really got me about this. Because usually I don't react to anything the league throws down because who cares? I care about the games. I know that the league hates the Lions or disrespects the Lions. And this is further proof. Listen to this paragraph. It's out of a Pro Football Talk article. Let me read this to you. 
says the memo is no surprise. The NFL's position is that the Lions tried to engage in deceptive engagementship by hiding the true identity of the eligible player. So that's a bad thing. The NFL is all about being deceptive. Every play you call, it's about deceiving the defense or the offense. Are you kidding me? Now being deceptive is against the rules or frowned upon? Like, what the hell are you talking about? Let me continue. The Lions wanted the Cowboys to think it was Dan Skipper, when in reality it was Taylor Decker. The Lions assumed Allen would figure it out and that he would announce to the stadium that 68, not 70, is eligible. The Lions hoped, amid the noise and the chaos, the Cowboys would focus on the wrong guy. That's fine, as long as the effort doesn't work so well that it fools the referee. As explained in the video from the league, it's about giving the defense fair notice as to who is and isn't eligible. The Lions deliberately tried to skirt that requirement in order to gain an advantage over the Cowboys. The NFL is siding with their official and not the Detroit Lions. The Lions deliberately tried to squirt that requirement. What are you talking about? Taylor Decker went up to Brad Allen and said, dude, I'm eligible. And some of the videos, it does look like he gave the nonverbal as well. Like, this is the biggest crock of shit. It really is. The NFL is siding with their official. So much that they gave Brad Allen's staff the Sunday night football game this weekend to officiate. Like, screw off. I like all of a sudden it's a bad thing in football to be deceptive. So what? You can't ever do a play action fake again. Can't disguise coverages. No fake punts allowed. No more RPOs. The entire goal of the game of football is to keep the other side guessing. And what really gets me, by the way, about this paragraph that I read to you. As explained in the video from the league, it's about giving the defense fair notice as who is and isn't eligible. They had fair notice. Now, Brad Allen got it wrong, so they thought 70 was eligible and he could not have been considering where he was lined up on the line. But the defense always gets fair notice. It's up to them if they want to listen. Official goes up to them, says, hey, 68's eligible. They announce it over the PA. And the reason that Campbell decided to do this along with Ben Johnson is because most of the time, the defense isn't paying attention. So if they think the tendency on that jumbo package is Dan Skipper, even though Taylor Decker, who wasn't announced but should have been announced, is the eligible receiver, Dan Campbell was just hoping that Dallas wasn't paying attention. All you need is a couple guys that aren't paying attention. It's deep in the game. Guys are tired. Guys are used to the tendency of maybe Skipper being the eligible guy. It was a brilliant play. It was a brilliant play. But now the NFL is saying, you tried to deceive them. You're awful people. You're awful people. How dare you? Deception is what it's all about in the NFL. That's why these coaches never go home. They stay up all night in the facility all night trying to figure out how to deceive the other team. That's the fucking game. But the NFL is like, oh, my goodness. 
How dare the Lions engage in deceptive engamesmanship? The funny thing is, if Bill Belichick did this play, it would be the most masterful, genius play ever. If this was an Andy Reid play, the NFL would probably say, oh, it was the official's fault. But it's the Lions, and the league hates the Lions. They disrespect the Lions. And this is further proof of that. And that's why I wanted Sheila Ford or somebody from the organization to step up and say, this is bullshit. You're mad at us because we tried to deceive the opposition? What? I mean, honestly, it blows my mind. Oh, it kills me. Engage in deceptive engamesmanship by hiding the true identity of the eligible player. Were they trying to confuse the Cowboys? Sure. They weren't hiding anything, though, considering the official goes to the defense and tells them who's eligible. Remember when Brad Holmes, the GM for the Lions, was wearing that villain shirt? Maybe the Lions are villains. I guess the league thinks they are. How dare you try to be deceptive? Anybody else does this play. Sean McVay does it. Genius. Lions do it. Oh, they're breaking the rules. They're skirting their responsibilities, trying to be deceptive. Like, screw off. But there might be another theory, though. There might be another theory. This is funny. After you get past being upset at the NFL, who obviously has no respect for you, Kelly Stafford, remember her? You might see her in town next weekend. She has her podcast. It's called The Morning After. She talked about the controversy. I want to play this for you because Kelly Stafford has a different opinion about what went down. And listen to what she says Matthew Stafford thought about the Lions getting fucked. Take a listen. I spoke to Matthew. Mm -hmm. His response was, holy shit, it happened again. Like, because everybody fucked. flashbacks to Dallas, Dallas and Matthew in that playoff game. It doesn't even matter if it's in Dallas. There's always rules made up after something happens with the Lions. Like, this is how it all plays out. Whether this is the NFL script or not, where they're wanting the Rams to come to the Lions and they're making that happen somehow, which I know people laugh at the script. I'm kind of a believer in script. It's a script. But so Matthew, but, who knows football better than anybody, believes that this was not only a bad call, but a deliberately bad. I'm not going to put those no, words in his mouth. But watching it, not deliberately, but watching it, he said, Holy shit, Detroit got screwed. Yes. So there you go. Kelly Stafford says, Matthew Stafford said, holy shit, Detroit got screwed. You automatically think back to that Dallas game that Matthew played in as a Detroit Lion. The second part, by the way, of course you laugh at the script. You really do until you think to yourself, hmm. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The NFL sure does love Taylor Swift dating Travis Kelsey. Maybe they're not even dating. 
The NFL is sure making a killing off of that, aren't there? How many fans that normally wouldn't watch have watched because they're Swifties? So maybe Kelly's on to something. Maybe the NFL wanted Stafford in Detroit so bad. The Lions are so good for ratings. Everybody wants to see them on the national draw these days. That it was set in stone by Goodell. That if the Lions are going to win in Dallas, no, screw them. Because we want the Rams coming to Detroit. Which, by the way, brings us to our next interesting point. Did you know Matthew Stafford isn't going to play this weekend? Stafford takes on the Niners. Sam Darnold's going to be the quarterback for the Niners because they already have the one seed. Sean McVay, the head coach of the Rams, said, I would rather have my team healthy. I don't care who we play in the wild card team or the wild card game. If the Rams win, they get the Lions. They're the sixth seed. If the Rams lose and the Packers win, then the Lions get the Packers. And the Rams will go to Dallas. Now, I can't fathom, by the way, why McVeigh and Stafford would want to go to Dallas instead of Detroit. They should try to win that game, considering the last time they played at Dallas, which was, by the way, this year. I'm looking up the score as I speak here. But the Rams got their ass kicked. Nobody went to Dallas, except for the Lions, of course. But the Cowboys beat the Rams 43-20 in that game. That was all the way back on 10-29. Matthew Stafford actually got injured in the second half of that game. So if you're Sean McVay, why don't you play Matthew Stafford? Make sure that you beat the Niners. You get to go to Detroit instead of Dallas, where nobody wins if you're a road team. Unless. Unless the Rams don't want to come to Detroit. Unless Matthew Stafford doesn't want to put up with a week full of press leading up to that game. Unless Sean McVay doesn't want to be reminded what an ass he was to Jared Goff when that whole thing took place. Maybe, conspiracy time, boop, 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 maybe McVay would rather go to Dallas so he doesn't have to put up with the media bullshit. I truly don't believe that, but I'm just kind of leaning into the Kelly Stafford script. Good to hear from Kelly. I hope it's the Rams. I really do. If you want to hit me up in the comments, who would you rather have, the Packers or the Rams? I don't even care about wins, losses. I don't care about what team I think the Lions could beat or can't beat. I just want to see Stafford back. I hope the Lions play the Rams. I hope the Lions beat the Rams. I really do. It'd be fantastic. And again, I mean, I would play Stafford at least try to win that game. Now, again, you're going against the Niners who don't care. Sam Darnold's going to be their quarterback. So the Rams will have a great chance still to win. But I don't know how many starters they're actually going to play. Like, are they going to play Puka Nakua? Are they going to play Cooper Cup? I don't know. But maybe you believe that Sean McVay doesn't want to come to Detroit. I want to believe it. I don't know if it's true or not, but damn, do I want to believe it. Listen, Kelly Stafford is married to Matthew Stafford, who plays in the NFL. And Kelly Stafford brought up the fact that she believes in the script by the NFL. So maybe it's true. It's not me saying there's a script. It's the wife of an NFL quarterback for 14 years saying there's a script. But if you want to hit me up in the comments, who would you rather have? The Rams or the Packers at Ford Field? The ironic thing about the Packers, if it was going to be Green Bay and Jordan Love, 
Matt LaFleur company? Do you know 30 years ago when the Lions actually had their last home playoff game, who did they lose to? The Green Bay Packers. So get revenge for three decades ago. I got one last thing for you. Other than the Lions being blamed by the NFL, other than Kelly Stafford believing there's a script, there are some people that believe that getting boned on Saturday night can really do wonders for this Lions football team. Brings them together. Galvanizes the squad. Aiden Hutchinson had a great game against Dallas. He had three sacks. He went on the St. Brown Brothers podcast. It's Amon Ra and his brother Equinamius. They do this podcast together. It's really cool, by the way. So Hutchinson goes on the pod with his teammate and says the following about getting jobbed in Dallas. Take a listen. I really do believe that this is like some destiny stuff. Um, no, that's tough, though. But I really do believe that this is like some destiny stuff, you know, because when I uh, – when I was when I was a senior at Michigan, we lost to Michigan State. We were undefeated. It was like a top ten matchup. We lost to Michigan State, and it was kind of one of those, you know, one of those bullshitty games where it's it kind of gets away from you. And I oh, I watched that game. That's when Kenneth Walker went crazy. He went crazy. He went crazy, and uh, and I scored a touchdown on us. Uh, the other DN got the strip sack, and that would have made it like a three or four possession game, and they overturned it. And then after that momentum, it just it kind of snowballed. And but I really, but that was one of those things that I think if that game hadn't happened, that wouldn't have propelled us the rest of the season, even beating Ohio State, like winning the Big Ten championship that year. Like I don't think any of that would have happened. So that's why I kind of like correlate that with this because this is one of those things where it's like it was a stupid call. It is what it is. But like I think this is only going to motivate us, and especially you know, um, as we move into the playoffs and, you know, if we advance and we play Dallas again at their place, I just feel like, um, you know, we, we, we have there's so much confidence knowing that, you know, we, we should have won that game. And um, I, I really, I, I really threw a fucking, I just want to run through a brick wall. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's like a destiny thing though. It's like, God I feel damn, like this, it's just, it's, it's written in the damn stars. Cable. So there you go. Aiden Hutchinson thinks that getting screwed by the officials yet again for Detroit will galvanize this team and maybe lead them on this destiny, historic, awesome run in the postseason. Listen, if the Lions were to beat the Rams, by the way, in the first round, then go to Dallas, the rematch at Jerry World for the second round, the trip to the NFC title game on the line. That would be amazing. Talk about salacious. Just great. So anyway, comment section, let me know. Does it irritate you as much as it irritates me that the NFL is blaming the Lions and not Brad Allen, the official? It's total bullshit. Also, who would you rather have, the Rams or the Packers? Because Matthew Stafford is going to get the week off. It's going to be Carson Wentz for the Rams against Sam Darnold. Let's get to the comments, shall we? Every podcast, we do a little comment action. I read some bad comments. I read some good comments. The last podcast was yesterday. It was all about Jim Costa and Dan Campbell battling on the air. Campbell demanded that Costa tell him what he thinks about his two-point conversions. Costa called him reckless. It was a great back and forth. I really enjoyed it. So I did the podcast about that. 
And it led to, do you think Dan should have went for it as many times as he did with those two-point conversions? Here's some of the comments. Some of them are positive. Some of them are negative. Let's see. What do we got? This one comes from Vader668. Says it's crazy how Rieger's face is just as annoying as his voice. But which one is more annoying? My face or my voice? Uh, how about this one? Bill Foster, 8477. Ah, I like this one. When you become an NFL head coach, you got the right to say something until then be quiet. I always get a kick out of that. You can't have an opinion. I watch football. You watch football. But if you're not employed by an NFL team, you're not allowed to have an opinion about football? Ah, come on. It's freaking nonsense. There's all kinds of people that have theories on how you should raise kids, but those people don't have kids. Are they allowed to give those theories? Of course they are. You have an opinion about whatever you want. Evan Cody, 1249, says, and going into overtime is not any better. The rules for overtime in the NFL make no sense. Also, you still give Dallas 23 seconds. How about Jerry Thomas, 4457, talking about me? Definitely got that radio face going. I think I'm a rather attractive man. You don't think so? Let me smile for you. No. Is it the nose? Is it the hair? What is it? How about one more for you? Chad Kaufman, 8476, says, just shave it off, Rieger. Oh, and then D. Bagley, 990, says, can't stand this host. Literally seven dots after his comment. I'm holding out hope that the host he can't stand is Costa and not me, but it's not looking good for me. It is my podcast. Uh, oh, and then one more. Adam Whitehead, 1253, says, Jeffrey amazing podcast again well done and i did not pay that person to write that so at least i don't think i did anyway well, how about this one stafford was a coward when it came to speaking to the media mentioning bad calls that comes from Stephen d weigert 7600 so that's a sampling of the comments from yesterday's podcast let me know what you think about today's podcast and tomorrow we're going to talk a little michigan washington We'll preview Lions and Vikings as we get you ready for the weekend. Until then, enjoy your Thursday, everybody. We'll catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye.